welcome to A Coach's Perspective. I'm your host, Jenny Hopkins, and this show is presented to you by Great Southern Bank. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience. With nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs, and mobile and online banking services, you're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com, member FDIC. And we're very grateful for Great Southern Bank for being our presenting sponsor. And spoiler alert, we're going to talk about them later in the show as they are also sponsoring one of the events that we are profiling tonight. Other sponsors that we're grateful for and handpicked, Highland Dairy, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, and Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. So we'll talk about them throughout the show. If you missed our show last week, uh, you can go to a acoachesperspective.com and listen to it there or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Verbal. It also plays on Helium Satellite Radio. We had Youth National Racing uh, Phenom Corbin Collins on, a 15-year-old car racer that is, is doing a tremendous job and is now in the top 12 in the country um, in his class. And I, I think that that is an absolutely incredible story. Um, I, we really got to see a lot from his lens as a youth racer going up against adults. Um, he doesn't even have an official driver's license. And here he is a highly ranked, um, you know, racer. So Becky and Corey Collins were also here and we en enjoyed that show very much. So take a listen to that. Um, but tonight we're going to be talking about a couple of events that are coming up. Uh, the Norm Stewart Classic and the Bill Rowe Queen City Classic. And we're, we're going to talk about some of these events because um, these are great opportunities. We're kicking off the high school basketball season in the state of Missouri. And these events have become uh, pretty much staples. The Norm Stewart Classic has a lot of history with that, but the commonality is that, that the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association is, is kind of behind the madness of these events. And so we're going to talk um, to the executive director, Denny Hunt, from the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association. Denny, I've been on um, the board there for over 20 years. I don't remember this organization without you being a part of it. Um, and you were also there from day one to help Gary Filbert. Tell us a little bit um, about the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association and what its mission is. Well, we we want to promote basketball in the state of Missouri, and we do that so many different ways. Uh, first of all, we have a coaches clinic. Uh, we do that in September, and it's a huge event for us. And, and uh, you know, it helps us raise uh, a few dollars so that we can do the things that we do throughout the course of the year. And uh, Then, you know, we move on you know, through the fall and we get to the Norm Stewart Classic and, uh, you know, that's in Columbia, Missouri and it's a Mizzou arena and, and it's a great deal. Uh, you know, it's, it's taken on a few different, uh, uh, versions of it, I guess, uh, lately we've changed it again, you know, and we're playing during the school day and we've got a little pushback on that, but, uh, boy, kids love that though. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're looking forward to it too. And, and, uh, you know, then we have the Bill Road. You know, uh, we're really excited about, you know, the Bill Rowe Queen City Showcase, uh, you know, at, at, at your place at Greenwood. And, and uh, you know, Coach Rowe has been great to to step up and and help us with that. And and uh, I know, you know, early on he kind of felt funny about putting his name on something. And and I just told him, I said, Coach, I'm going to convince you one way or the other. And and so he uh, he came uh, came through for us. So, uh, you know, we're involved in the Sophie Cunningham uh classic in, in Columbia, Missouri. That's in, in January, early January. And uh, so those are some of the events that we do there. And, and as far as, you know, kids, uh, postseason awards, uh, you know, we're the only all state, you know, organization in the state of Missouri. 
uh, used to media did some of that and they do not do that now. And so Missouri basketball coaches handles all the postseason awards now. And, uh, you know, we, we have a, a hall of fame where we honor coaches along with all that. And, uh, we do the polls, you know, the polls you see uh, in the paper and on TV, uh, that's Missouri basketball coaches association. Many people do not know that. So, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about doing those things for the, for the state and for our kids and for our coaches. And, and uh, then, you know, in June, we have something called the June event, and it's a recruiting event. So uh, we have a lot of D1 and, and D2 and so on coaches there and, and a lot of players involved. So those are just some things that, that we do. And, and uh, I mean, it's a full year's worth. Well, the simplicity of the of the mission of the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association is so true, promoting the game of basketball in Missouri. And I think that uh, the organization does that very well. Um, and these two events coming up, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to have uh, Coach Hunt on the show. And I also want to welcome on the show someone that helps with these events and does almost everything behind the scenes. Um, you know, there are so many intricacies that go through putting on an event like this. And if you want to know who makes a lot of it happen, it is uh, Brad Hayes. I don't know that you have an official title with us. I think your official title should just be, well, Brad will do it because he does all of those things. So I also want to welcome to the show, Brad Hayes. Thank you for having me. And that title of work. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of these events. We're going to, we're going to dive into some of the teams here in a little bit, but just to give us a general overview, how did you get involved with the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association and helping um, and being such an integral part of these events? Um, well, I, I used to run a magazine, uh, called the uh, Missouri round ball that that was a preview guide for all the boys and girls basketball teams in mid-Missouri so I was always at the Norm Stewart Classic and Denny was running it and um, at the beginning I just helped do the social media and line up the photographers uh, some of the videographers and stuff like that and years later here we are doing a little bit of everything. So okay, you, you hang around too long. You're good. You're You're going to yeah. get some responsibilities. <laughs> right? But no, you know, we, we went from Columbia college uh, over to Mizzou arena and then the event kind of keeps growing, um, which is good, but it makes it more challenging doing it at such a large venue. Well, a little bit of history on the Norm Stewart Classic. You know, college basketball, you had this, you know, these events, the 24 hours of college basketball, they kind of kicked off their season. Well, the Norm Stewart Classic, um, Denny can correct me, I think is this is the 11th year that it's been going. And it, when we decided to change it, the 11th year with the new format, I should say, and you started out with um, 48 hours of high school basketball. And it was played overnight um, for a long time. This is the first year there's not going to be overnight games. Talk a little bit about the history of the Norm Stewart Classic. Gary Filbert uh, began the, the Classic, and I think all total with the two different formats, maybe uh, somewhere around 14, 15 years ago. And, uh, you know, Coach Filbert and, and uh, is, is uh, the executive director at this point of the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association. He's the father, really, of our organization, along with Norm Stewart. And he asked Coach Stewart, and say, hey, can we do this and can we do this and, and honor coaches versus cancer a little bit and try to raise some funds? And Coach said, fine. And it started with one day – Four games, maybe, maybe even five. And uh, it was all at Columbia College. And then we went from that to the time I come along, they were playing two days. And, well, actually starting on Friday night. So uh, 
Uh, by the time we finished that format, we had played 15 games in a weekend, varsity games and playing some JV games in the back gym. I mean, it was, it was a huge deal there at Columbia college. And, and, uh, so it was suggested that we might look at the overnight thing and, and do the 48 hours. And, and, uh, so we sat down and, and talked to a guy by the name of, uh, uh, John Sprugel. He was a, a media guy out of Liberty, Missouri and, uh, myself and, and coach Stewart. And we explained what we might want to do. And, and, uh, coach looked at me, he said, can you get anybody to play overnight? I said, well, we'll see. He said, I don't think so. So I don't know, a week or so later, I called him and I said, coach, I got a problem. He said, what's that? I said, I got too many teams that want to play overnight. <laughs> yeah. And he swore up and down. We couldn't do that. Well, that, that's kind of evolved now. And, you know, the overnight thing is, as far as, as, as Columbia is concerned, has not been as strong as, as we would like. So we've kind of gone away from that. Uh, and so we're, you know, we went from Columbia College to Mizzou Arena and, and uh, Norm wanted to go over there. His name's on the floor. And by golly, we ought to be over there because of that. And and uh, we're starting on a Thursday and we're playing during the school day. So we'll probably get some pushback on that, too. But uh, your kids are going to love that. Yeah, well, and I think, you know, the, the overnight games, you know, a, as a former coach, I mean, it, it the players loved it. It was so fun for them to be able to say, yeah, we have a 2 a.m. Yes. game or a 4 a.m. game. Um, but throughout the years, we kind of, you know, it was nice to be able to say that <laughs> once, but it kind of, it, it, there were a lot of teams that did that um, and then decided, you know, that they didn't want to do that any longer. And so the list started getting shorter and shorter. But um, what a great format to kind of kick off. And I mean, I think that's one of the reasons this has been so successful. Also, it's always um there's always ways to watch it um and to be able to stream it and that's been something that's been really good as well um and this year is going to be no different it's going to be streaming on city link tv on the springfield sports channel um and we'll have that link in in the show updates as soon as we are um finished with this show so people can can hit that link and they can watch both the norm stewart classic and then what we're going to talk about in our next segment the bill Rowe queen city classic which is only in its second year and it is going to be an overnight um, format again this year. Um, so we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking with Denny Hunt and Brad Hayes. And I want to thank Great Southern Bank for being our presenting sponsor. We'll be right back on A Coach's Perspective. Welcome back to A Coach's Perspective. I'm Jenny Hopkins, and this segment is sponsored by Highland Dairy. Highland Dairy is owned by dairy farmers, and they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. It's a proven fact from scientific studies, professional dietitians. They all agree the ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. And Highland Dairy has the best tasting chocolate. They're a proud sponsor of A Coach's Perspective. So I, I have Denny Hunt and Brad Hayes here, and we're talking about um, two events that the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association have a hand in, and the Norm Stewart Classic that's in Columbia this weekend. It's going to be on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we have um, on December 15th, 16th, 17th, the Bill Rowe Queen City Showcase, and it will be located in Springfield, Missouri at Greenwood Laboratory School. And um, so we talked earlier um, with Brad about how he does does a little bit of everything. And one of the things that that he is tapped with is finding the teams that want to play in these events and then matching them up. So let's talk about the Norm Stewart Classic first, Brad, and tell me a little bit about, first off, what is your process when you think about putting this schedule together? What are some of your thoughts 
thoughts about matchups. Um, you want boys teams, you want girls teams, you want bigger schools, smaller schools. What you want some marquee matchups. What's your thought process as you start to put these schedules together? Well, um, obviously we try and get some marquee matchups with the um, teams that are going to compete like for state championships or that are known nationally have uh, future division one players and so forth. But we also like to keep a good mix of uh, the better teams of all sizes just in Missouri, because the, the small schools honestly seem to have the most um, diehard fan bases. So it's fun to get them in there. And I, I just try mainly to make sure that the talent level is, is pretty equal on both sides. You know, everyone would rather watch a game that comes down to the wire than one that somebody wins by 30 points. Agreed. So it, it, it really just takes um, all year long, even following what these kids are doing in the spring and the summer to stay on top of um, how the teams are going to be the coming year. And a new challenge we haven't had in the past is um, it's almost like we have a high school transfer portal at the higher end. You got to keep track of who's going to actually be at what school next season. So, um, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, but um, yeah, that that's the end goal to try and get the matchups as even as possible. Well, the Normster Classic um, has a wide variety of local teams and and not local teams. So, tell us a little bit about some of the teams that are going to be in the Normster Classic this weekend. And again, if you can't make it to Mizzou Arena in Columbia to watch, uh, you can watch it on CityLink TV on the Springfield Sports Channel, which again we'll send that link out. But tell us about some of the teams that are going to be at the Normster Classic this weekend. Well, we'll start off Thursday morning at 10.30, and the first two games of the day will be uh, North Shelby girls against Tuscumbia girls, and then North Shelby boys against, excuse me, Higby boys, and North Shelby's the school that Norm Stewart's from, so <laughs> they're, they, you know, so they, they get an invite every year, and, um, and they're boys and girls, and they pretty much bring the whole town. Business is shut down. They let school out. The pet <laughs> band comes. Yeah. Um, and, and in fact, that that's what's fun about the small schools. Um, Higby that they're the boys are playing are doing the same thing. So so that's kind of a fun way to start the event. So, and then we have um, on Thursday some more smaller schools. A uh, uh, Father Tolton's girls and Meadville girls. Meadville's a defending class one state champion and more than likely they will be a, a contender for that again this year. Um, Harrisburg and South Iron. I think South Iron has been to the championship game about four years in a row. Uh, Harrisburg has got a really really good team this year. So that should be a good matchup. Um, and then we Fatima and Owensville uh, girls and then Fatima and Cuba boys. Uh, those are a couple good uh, local mid-Missouri matchups that, that should bring in a crowd. And then we close out the first night with uh, Park Hill uh, girls against Battle girls out of Columbia and, or excuse me, Park Hill Central and then Park Hill Central boys. And uh, that last game should be a really exciting game for people to get to or to watch on television. Um, Battle's got one of the top players in the state. And um, Park Hill Central has Joby Bryant, who just won the state championship in football. I believe he scored six touchdowns the other day. 
and, and he's got many, many offers for basketball. So he's a real exciting player. So the first day, we got a lot of smaller teams mainly, but it'll be an exciting day. Um, and then I love I love uh, how you have the boys and girls playing back to back um in, in, with the schools. I I think that's such a great thing for the culture of the school and the spirit of the event. Well, ho hopefully that helps bring in a crowd mm -hmm. that that they they're playing back to back. We'll see. I I'm told that that works, so we're going to find out. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but, All right, uh, tell us um, about Fridays. Fridays got a nice lineup as well. Yeah, Friday we have um Elias and Fayette girls will kick off the day. Um, we go, we move on to uh, Hickman and Green Valley girls. Uh, Hickman and Principia boys will follow that. Uh, Hickman uh, on the girls and boys side are both really good this year. The girls, I would say, will be a top 10 team all season. Principia out of St. Louis is coached by Hall of Fame coach Jay Blossom. And he he really has something going on there. They're they're one of the fastest up and coming programs in the state. He's got some really good players, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, we're we're followed that with Mexico and Kaufman boys, and Mexico has one of the most um, loyal diehard fan bases for basketball in the state. Um, and then School of the Osage Girls, which is one of the up-and-coming uh, girls programs in the state of Missouri, play against Mexico Girls, and both of those teams bring a crowd, so that should be a fun game. And and then we're um, we're followed with uh, School of the Osage and Versailles Boys. Uh, Versailles has got a kid, um, Ryder Williams, that if he's in the gym, he's in range. He'll he'll shoot from anywhere. <laughs> So uh, I think he averaged about 30 points a game last year. So he'll be fun to watch. And then we've got Helias, which is, you know, usually a top 10 team year in and year out, playing Bishop Miege out of Kansas, which is a traditional powerhouse throughout the Midwest. Um, we follow that with Jefferson City and Pembroke Hill out of Kansas City. Both of those teams met in the Final Four last year. And uh, both of them's plans are to be back there again this season. We we move on to our two latest games of the event these days. At 10 p.m. is Battle Out of Columbia against Kankakee, Illinois from the Chicago area. And that, that should be an exciting game. That And then we're fought, we close out the night with the 11.30 game, Peoria Quest out of Illinois against Warnsburg which Warnsburg is coached by one of your guys' board members, Chris Nemo. So, uh, you know, they're, they're always prepared and well-coached. That, that should, be a, uh, should be a fun lineup on Friday. That is full of a lot of great, again, some back-to-back -back with schools, with boys and girls. I love that piece of it, uh, but also some great matchups. Um, we're going to be, I don't think, even if you don't aren't familiar with the schools, you can come and watch four or five games in a row and be able to see some good basketball. So tell us about Saturday. Uh, Saturday's lineup, we start off the morning with uh, a team from Kentucky, Lyon County Girls are playing against Strafford from the Springfield area. And Strafford has a, a, a sophomore girl by the last name of Larson, who's one of the fastest rising up and coming stars on the girls' side in the state. Um, that game is followed by 
Rockbridge and Park Hill South out of Kansas City, which if if you're a fan of girls basketball, you don't want to miss this game because there's a lot of players that are going to be playing at the Division One level in this game. In fact, the the girl from Park Hill South, uh, Addison Bourne, is uh, she's pretty much got offers from anywhere she wants to go in the country. She's just a sophomore, but she's a top ten player ranked on the national level. We we follow that up with uh, Rockbridge boys out of Columbia, which is always a well coached uh, team, always competitive, no matter who they play. They play against Olathe West out of Kansas. Um, which is a be a very solid team. And then after that, we move into North Kansas City and East St. Louis, which uh, North Kansas City is is one of the top teams out of the Kansas City area this year. And East St. Louis is a contender for the state title in Illinois year in and year out. Always very athletic, very aggressive. It'll be a fun game to watch. Um after that, we move on to Springfield Central, which may be the top team in Springfield this year. Very exciting team. Um, they, you know, they have about eight players that are almost interchangeable parts that can play almost any position on the court. Very athletic. They take on Vianney out of St. Louis, who Vianney has a seven foot three kid who people won't want to miss. Yeah, he he he's getting lots of attention. Oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. he's just a sophomore. Um, they're coached by Kevin Walsh, which always has a quality program. And his son, Luke, is is getting D1 interest from all over the place. He's one of the top shooters, if not the top shooter in the state of Missouri. Um, and that, that'll be a really good game. People don't want to miss. And then that'll be followed by Oak Park out of uh, Kansas City. Um, most people have them rated as the top team in the Kansas City area this year. They're very deep, very athletic. They only lost two games last year, and it was to the Staley team that won the state championship. And Oak Park has pretty much everybody back with some new players added in. They're coached by former Kansas uh, Jayhawk, uh, Sharon Collins. And they play Vashon, which really needs uh, no explanation or introduction. If you've if you've ever watched basketball in Missouri, you know Vashon and the Irons family. Yeah. So the the you know if they don't win the state championship, it's a disappointing year for them. Right. Um. After that, we got Father Tolton boys out of Columbia, Missouri, against Lyon County, Kentucky. Uh, the Tolton team. Um, they've got Blake Pingenton, which is the University of Missouri's girls' coach's son. Xavier Wilson's one of the top guards in the state of Missouri. Um, they've got a very deep team. Um, they do have uh, Aaron Rowe, who is one of the top players in the country, has just transferred back to Tolton. He unfortunately will not be uh, available. I think uh, he's not eligible to start playing until the 10th of January. Mm. But uh, very, very good team. I mean, they got all state players not counting him. Uh, they, and they will be playing, the team from Kentucky they play, Lyon County has got a player named Travis Perry, who's the top-rated player in the state of Kentucky. He uh, recently just committed to Kentucky, but uh, he's really exciting to watch, a point guard that can score from pretty much anywhere on the court. And well, we, we'll close out the event with uh, 
you know, perennial power out of the St. Louis area, Chaminade. Um, again, we don't have time to go over their whole roster. They're deep, <laughs> like they always are. Um, well coached. Um, they play Quincy, Illinois, which if, if you're a basketball fan in the Midwest, there may not be a more diehard basketball town than Quincy, Illinois. <laughs> and, you know, uh, again, they've got uh, two or three players that have Division One interest as well. So that, that should be a really good Saturday, probably overall has the most high end talent. That is incredible. So it, so the games start Thursday at 10.30 a.m. Um, all the way through Saturday, um, really till about 11 o'clock. Um, this yeah, is 9, 9 p.m. Saturday will tip off the last game. So, yeah, we hopefully will be done by 11. And you can watch uh, these games on CityLink TV on the Springfield Sports Channel. And um, you're also there's um, tell us where the where they can find this schedule so they can put it in front of them. Tell them where to find it. On um, the yeah, they can get they can find the schedule or if you want to come in person, you can buy tickets at normstuart.org. Okay, very good. You can already get your tickets and, and secure that as well. Um, Denny, how do you think Brad did getting these teams put together for the Norm Stewart Classic? My goodness. One heck of a job, Jenny, and I, I've said that all along. I, you know, I Brad gets embarrassed, but I always say he's the best scheduler in the country. And uh, you know, I'm not a real smart guy, but I was smart enough to get Brad Hayes to do the scheduling. So you know that uh, that's where my intelligence lies. Uh, but uh, he does such a great job, and and uh, you know, he follows these teams. And, you know, I think that's what's fantastic. He knows a little bit about these teams and, and who's coming in. And, and I think you heard that uh, in his explanation. So uh, I'm, I'm proud to have Brad uh, uh, involved and, and he does a fantastic job with the scheduling. He does. He does a great job. And that's as nice as we're going to be for the rest of the show to you, Brad. <laughs> that's it, Brad. <laughs> well, I will mention as well, your wife, Laura, also does a pretty tremendous job helping out, uh, not only with just some of the graphics and, and the pictures, but in the social media, but she also runs a sweet hospitality room at the Bill Rowe uh, Queen City Showcase. <laughs> he does. I, I would put our hospitality room up there against anybody's. Yes, definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, we're going to take our final break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, continue talking with Denny and Brad about these events. And uh, we're going to we're getting everybody's blood pumping for high school basketball season talking about these. It's very exciting. So we'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. Thank you to Highland Dairy for sponsoring this segment, along with Greg and Melinda Burnett, as they support local and thoughtful radio. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. coach's perspective this segment is sponsored by bill grant ford and bolivar hey they know cars they know trucks they know suvs and they know how to keep their customers happy and loyal i've been one of them for over 25 years give kelly grant and shane rainey a call and they will take care of you call them at 417-326-7671 one. Also, thanks to West Logging for sponsoring this segment. Contact Danny West for a free consultation. You can find him at westlogging.com or on Facebook. He's going to treat your land like his own. And I want to thank Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance for also sponsoring this segment. So we, we're going to shift gears. We've been talking about the Norm Stewart Classic that's occurring this weekend. We're going to shift gears on December 15th, 16th, and 17th. It's going to be the Bill Rowe Queen City Showcase. 
formerly known as 48 Hours of High School Basketball. Uh, we still will have 48 Hours. We're going to have some overnight games in that event. But Denny, tell us a little bit about, you know, a lot of people in um, the state of Missouri know Bill Rowe as a baseball guy, but he's really a sports guy. He's a longtime um, director of athletics at Missouri State University and was the baseball coach there beforehand. And since he's retired, um, he is definitely a baseball guy, but he's really a sports person. Um, and he's really kind of a, you know, an icon in this area. Tell us a little bit about um, this event being named after Bill Rowe. Well, you know, uh, you're right. Coach Rowe is a sports guy. And, uh, you know, I, I go way back with coach and, and, uh, you know, he's so good to me. Uh, you know, I even tell stories, you know, that things where he's helped me and he's forgotten and that sort of thing. And, and he's that type of guy to me. So I'm a real big Bill Rowe fan to start with. And, and, uh, and, you know, we were kind of looking for someone we felt like, you know, that could jump onto this thing and, and help us, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, care to learn. We're involved with care to learn and that sort of thing and help us raise a little bit of money with that and, and so on. And, and coach Rose name came, came to mind and, and, uh, I had an opportunity to sit down with him at breakfast one morning and, and I convinced him, you know, and he said, well, okay. You know, it was one of those things that was a, well, okay, uh, <laughs> type deal. And, and I said, well, I'm not leaving here, you know, without a yes. And, and, you know, I, I, I said, I told my wife that uh, I would talk you into it. So <laughs> anyway, he came on board and and I'm thrilled to death personally uh, that he's involved. And and, uh, you know, he to me, he is an icon of southwest Missouri. Uh, everybody knows who Bill Rowe is. And and you like to said, he was athletic director for so many years at Missouri State. And and uh, he's interested in every sport. And he's been a friend to the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association. And uh, that's that's very important as well. So uh, uh, he may be a baseball guy, but uh, he's a basketball guy as well. So I, I, I'm just proud to have him associated, Jenny. It is. It's a nice honor to have him associated and um, the Bill Rowe Queen City Showcase and Queen City, obviously Springfield is known as the Queen City. And so this is uh, a new event that um, we, we are still having some overnight games. So some teams are going to get to say they played at midnight and 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. So, Brad, talk to us a little bit about scheduling those teams. Uh, when you talk to a team and they don't realize there's some overnight opportunities, uh, what what is some of their reaction when they say, well, I have a 2 a.m. spot open? Are you available then? What are some of the reactions that you get? Well, most of the time, honestly, that's met with uh, negativity, I guess, <laughs> would be the best, best way to say that. I I'll tell you what, in the years we've done overnight events, the kids love it, but the coaches and the administrators are less enthusiastic about it. <laughs> I, I still run into kids that played years ago in some of these overnight events, and they're like, that's the most fun I ever had. Right. <laughs> so, so it just depends on who you ask. <laughs> right. It's a memory. It's making memories. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So when you put this um, event together, as far as the scheduling of teams, um, how, you know, how, what did, what was your philosophy? You wanted to get some local teams. You wanted to get some out of town teams, out of state teams. Um, last year you had, you know, the national championship team link Academy played a couple of games in it. Tell us a little bit about the schedule and some of the teams that are coming to the bill row queen city showcase. Okay. And unfortunately we don't have link Academy this year. Um, 
they're part of the new Nike uh, EYBL Scholastic League, and they they have a league, uh, uh, kind of their conference event that weekend in Las Vegas. But we really do have a good lineup. Again, we try and match, whether it's on the girls' or the boys' side, um, we try and get a good mix of local teams, uh, the best teams around the state or maybe the neighboring states, and we just try and make the matchups as competitive as possible. And we'll start off on uh, Friday at 4 p.m. And we'll have Greenwood, which, uh, you know, well-coached girls team, always competitive against Principia, which their, their girls team and Greenwood are both, uh, I think, younger and, and on the way up. So we'll, we'll kick off the event with them. Principia is out of St. Louis. And then we're followed by uh, the Greenwood boys versus Plattsburgh boys. Uh, Plattsburgh was a class two final four team last year. Um, they're, they're, uh, coached by Twidell Love. Um, they've got a player named Isaiah Howard, who I believe is going to North Dakota state. So he's a division one kid. He's over 2000 points already for his career. And we just started his senior season. And then Greenwood has got a player named Colin Clark, which, has already had a lot of accolades and attention from colleges, and I expect he's a junior. So throughout this year, that's probably really going to grow. Those two players, the teams are a good matchup, but I'm really excited to watch those two go at it. They're about the same size, so that's going to be fun. Um, after that on Friday, we have a game that that – Nobody should miss this one. We have Cardinal Ritter, who everyone in Missouri knows is a, a power. They've either been in the Final Four or won the state championship for more years in a row than I can remember now. Um, they're Everyone's back from their state championship team last year, le led by Coach Ryan Johnson. And they're taking on uh, what's arguably the top team in Arkansas, uh, Little Rock Central. They're coached by Brian Ross, and they have a senior named Anner Botang, who's a top 30 player in the country. Uh, he will be at Mizzou next year. He, he is a man among boys, so you, you don't want to miss watching him play. They, and, and, and outside of him, they've got a, a tremendous team. They've also got a junior who, named Luke Moore, who's had an unbelievable start to the season so far. So that's going to be a really high-profile game. Both of those teams could end up being top 50 teams in the country. Um, That's we, we fought. We close out Friday, or you know, close out Friday night before we start our overnight with a local favorite and always a power in the state, Kickapoo, taking on Kirkwood out of St. Louis. Um, of course, Kickapoo lost some key players from last year, but they've always got talent coming, so. You know, they're, they're always competitive. Kirkwood's got some good young players. That'll be a fun game. Um, then we move on to our overnight slot starting at midnight with uh, Chadwick um, from the Southern Missouri area, who's been really good the past couple of years. Will be that, you know, they should be really competitive again. They take on Lutheran North out of St. Louis, uh, final four team last year. Um, I'm sure they plan on making it back there again this year. They're led by um, they're they're led by Coach Gary Spiller and his son Bryce Spiller is their best player, and he will be going to Air Force next season. You know, so and I, real, 
I remember last year, the midnight game went into triple overtime. <laughs> it did. That was fun. We, we had a big crowd. You're I don't right. want to jinx Luther, North, and Chadwick, but, <laughs> but that was Yeah. Strafford and Mexico put on a show. That was a, that was a fun game. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, so that, that'll be a good game. And then it uh, we move on to a girls game, a Hillcrest out of Springfield against Parkway South out of St. Louis. Then uh, 4 a.m., South Callaway and uh, Dixon Boys. Eight, and then we have a little bit of a break. We pick back up at 8 a.m. with West Plains, who's always one of the top girls teams in the state, uh, coached by Scott Womack. Um, you know when they show up, they'll be disciplined and ready to play. And they take on California, which which is pretty much the same situation. They have a new coach this year. But that program's so well established that they're always competitive. So that should be a fun game. Um, let's see. Uh, 10 a.m. We're Springfield Central Girls against Ozark. So we got we got a local local versus local, which rarely happens at at these events. And then after that, at at um, at noon and at 2 p.m., we've got a couple of. Um, post-grad games which I don't know if everyone's familiar with that but these are not kids that are grades 9 through 12 they're it's kind of like a fifth year program and and we have um we have Lang Prep against a team out of um um excuse me Lang Prep and in Arkansas Day Prep and then we will have Link Year Prep against Oklahoma City Academy that's going to be a and great then, matchup as well. It, it will. People, people that that haven't seen that should get out and check it out because there are a lot of talent. A good a, a good amount of these players will be Division One players, and the ones that don't will be at most of your top Division Two schools. And then we have, if you're a fan of girls basketball, at four p.m. We've got Vashon, which is the defending Class Four champion in Missouri, against Farmington, Arkansas which is the defending class four champion from Arkansas. And both of these teams uh, play fast, up-tempo. Um, both of them have plenty of players that are going to play at the next level, and, and they'll be competing for a state championship again in their respective states. So that, that should be a game you don't want to miss. 6 p.m., where Little Rock Central's back for a second game against Oak Park out of Kansas City, which – if you heard us talk in the Norm Stewart segment, uh, a lot of people think they're the top team in Kansas City and possibly the top team in the state of Missouri. So the, again, that's a game full of future Division One players. Um, uh, if you're a basketball fan, you don't want to miss that one. Uh, Saturday at 8 p.m., we've got New Madrid County Central. New Madrid County Central is the defending Class Three champion against Jefferson City High School who was in the class five final four last year. Um, they, they bo both of those teams have their uh, best players back. Uh, Jordan Martin, who is a junior for Jefferson City. He's probably a future professional baseball player, but he's already been an all-state player on the basketball side. He's already over a thousand points against uh, New Madrid Central has the, I believe the top ranked top one or two ranked players in the state of Missouri and Jadis Jones. I think that's how you say his first name. 
they probably are the favorite to win class three again. So that should be a really good matchup. Um, and then at 10 o'clock, we got South Iron Boys against St. Elizabeth. That'll be fun because it's a rematch of the state championship game in Missouri class one basketball. And th those two teams don't seem to ever have a down year. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then tell us a little bit about Sunday. So then uh, you're going to kick off Sunday at midnight. Again, have some overnight games. Tell us just a little bit about that. South Iron and Max Creek girls. Uh, again, they'll be two of the top teams in class one on the girls side. So that'll be a fun game. We move on at uh, 2 a.m. to Crane versus Crocker boys. That'll be followed by Crane versus Lakeway girls. And then we're back to, uh, I believe it's Arkansas uh, day prep against Oklahoma City Academy and another post-grad game. And then uh, Linkier Prep and Lang Prep Academy will follow that. And then our last two games of the day we get to will be uh, CBC out of St. Louis, which is always the top team in the state against Principia, which we covered in the uh, Norm Stewart segments, one of the top up-and-coming teams in the state. And uh, CBC is coached by a guy that's popular down in Southern Missouri, Sam Briscoe. So, um, and then we, we'll finish it out with Springfield Central and uh, uh, Father Tolton, which we covered them in the Norm Stewart segment too, but that should be a really good game. Maybe, maybe one of the better high school games of the year in Missouri. So Sunday's lineups, uh, I'm pretty excited for, for Sunday's lineup. Well, you did it again. You've put together a lineup that uh, I'm telling you, people that aren't even familiar with some of these teams, you can come and camp out at these events and you're going to see some great high school basketball. You just did a tremendous job. Thank you, Brad Hayes, for for what you do and 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 putting all of this together. It is not easy. And I, I can speak for basketball fans everywhere. Thank you for putting these together. You're, you're welcome. Thank you for having us. And remember, you can watch these on CityLink TV um, on the Springfield Sports Channel. Uh, but one of the biggest elements that I want to um, just in the last bit here of the show, Denny, tell us about the two charity of choices. Um, Special Olympics is always involved with both events, but each event has their own charity of choice. Tell us what each one of those are. Well, Norm Stewart, classic. Uh, you know, Norm is the uh kind of the father of the coaches versus cancer, which uh, he helped uh, begin uh, 30 years ago. And uh, they, they are our, our uh, benefit of choice in, in Columbia. Uh, you know, they'll come in there, they do a great job. And, and, you know, you ask teams, you know, to, uh, to donate that way. And, and also uh, people who attend. So uh, it's coaches versus cancer in, in Columbia. And, and we're excited about them again this year. And, and uh, in Springfield, uh, for the first time this year, we have Care to Learn. Uh, I have to say I'm a big fan of Care to Learn, uh, the things that they do for for kids and schools. You know, the needs are there, and, and they're there to help out. And, and uh, you know, I have to say, if you do not have a Care to Learn chapter in your school, you need to look into it uh, because they are they are a great organization, and, and uh, we are working with them uh, uh, this year for the first time. And here again, we're very excited about that. So uh, we do have two great organizations That's to wonderful. work with. Well, and thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you also for all that you do to promote basketball in the state of Missouri through your work at the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association. We really appreciate you and appreciate all of your efforts. Thanks, Jenny. Appreciate it.
All right, we're going to move into our post-game talk sponsored by Story Construction. Go to story.com for more information. You can also go to a coachesperspective.com and listen to previous shows and check out the show lineups. Next week, we're going to continue talking tournaments. We're going to be talking the Blue and Gold and the Pink and White Lady Classic, along with some other area tournaments. So moving into our post-game talk, you know that I love that these events that we covered um, have valuable charities of choice, the Coaches versus Cancer, the Care to Learn, you know, Special Olympics being involved. It's important for players in the events to realize the value of giving back. Using basketball events to do that is a wonderful platform, and I commend the organizations for having this opportunity for us to support these wonderful nonprofits. Take a moment and see what ways you can contribute and through what platform. A little bit of effort can make a big difference, and that is how champions do it. And I'll remind you, as I do each and every week, be a good human and live your life like a champion. Live like a human champion. This is Jenny Hopkins, and this has been a coach's perspective.